So today I'm going to do a chapter of Proverbs, and again, I just did Psalm 2, so this is going to be a little bit on that same theme, and you're going to see why. This is a little special surprise that I want to show people. The words of Agur, the son of Jaka, even the prophecy, even the prophecy people. Now, this, remember, it says even the prophecy. Key word there. The man spake unto Ithiel, even unto Ithiel and Ukal. Surely I am more brutish than any man, and have not the understanding of a man. And this is true for me. I just today, I guessed at a radius and I got the answer correct, but I had it completely wrong because I mistook a semicircle for a quarter circle. Now that might sound like stupid, like what's going on here? Well, it's just because like I'm a dunce and I got it wrong and I just got a lucky guess. But so this is where it says, surely I am more brutish than any man and I'm not the understanding of a man. I, that speaks to me today. I neither learned wisdom nor have the knowledge of the holy. And this is true too. I feel like a real loser. I feel like I have no wisdom. Like I, I just, like it's hard for me. Like I just feel... I feel backward. But anyways, that's... Who hath ascended up into heaven or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fists? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name and what is his son's name? If thou canst tell. What is his son's name? And obviously, you know, it's speaking of the son of man. It's speaking of Jesus. And it's speaking, who has done this? So obviously the son is being prophesied here. It says up here in the first verse, even the prophecy. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. And this is important that you put your trust in the Lord because he's a shield to you. You do lots of dumb things over the course of a day and, and just he shields you from a lot of it. I'm blushing right now because it's just true for me. Add thou not unto his words lest he reprove thee and thou be found a liar. So don't add to his words. And how many of us are found liars? Let's be honest with you. A lot of us add to his word. A lot of us take away from his word. But we need to be corrected for that. And we're always found liars. Every man is a liar except God. Only God has the truth. Every man is a liar. Two things have I required of thee. Deny me them not before I die. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me. This is one of the most important verses in scripture. Because it's a prayer for removing lies and vanity from yourself. But also not getting poverty but not getting riches. And it's going to explain to you in the next verse why that is lest i be full and deny thee and say who is the lord or lest i be poor and steal and take the name of my god in vain so you want to be protected against riches and you also want to be protected against poverty because in great riches and no need you lose the lord because you're like oh, i don't need them and in great poverty you steal and you blaspheme and it's just the fact of the matter is you have to pray that prayer it's a scary thing to be in the lord's hand and have wrath abide on you and and this is why you have to feed the poor because you know you don't want them stealing you want to be a shield to them too just like god is for you Accuse not a servant unto his master, lest he curse thee, and thou be found guilty. So this was around a time when there were slaves. Don't accuse a slave to his master. Back then, slaves and masters had a very unique relationship. It wasn't like chattel slavery, where the slave was less than human. The slave had human dignity. They just figured they were not able to take care of themselves and they hadn't the ability to understand so they and this is they just had not mental capacity to really reason and this is why they became a slave and the idea back then was that they needed you so you had to treat them fairly there's a generation that curseth their father and doth not bless their mother there is a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation, oh how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation who 
whose teeth are as swords and their jaw teeth as knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. Now often I look at this and I say, well, the generation that curseth their father and doth not bless their mother is the baby boomers. And the generation that appear in their own eyes are generation X. And there's a generation of how lofty are their eyes and their eyelids are lifted up. That's the millennials. There's a generation whose teeth are swords and their jaw teeth as knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. And that seems to be generation Z and probably alpha too. It just seems to be that those curses are upon them and it's just you got to lift those curses off you. The horse leech have two daughters crying give give. There are three things that are never satisfied yea four things that say not it is enough. The grave and the barren womb the earth that is not filled with water and the fire that saith not it is enough. And so like these things are never filled and the horse leech has two daughters I mean the person who leeches off someone has two daughters and their daughters are give give and so like when you leech off of someone and granted you know there, there's situations where someone needs someone else but when you're just sitting around doing nothing all day and playing video games and smoking weed and doing nothing constructive with your life you're just give give you just want to you just want to be given more you don't do anything constructive and then the grave and the barren womb and the earth that is not filled with water and the fire that saith not it is enough these things are things that never say it's enough. The eye that mocketh at his father and despiseth to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pluck it out. The young eagles shall eat it. So the eye that mocks his father, someone who mocks their father and disrespects their mother, they'll be destroyed. And this is again, this is something that a lot of us have issue with in this generation is honoring our father and mother. We always want to say that, oh, they're terrible parents. They did all this abuse and stuff to us. You got to cut that out. I don't care if they were mean to you or whatever you got to cut that out there be three things which are too wonderful for me yea for which i know not the way of an eagle in the air the way of a serpent upon a rock the way of a ship in the midst of the sea and the way of a man with a maid and so like these are just things you questions if you really think about it, they are pretty wise questions what is an eagle in the air the way of a serpent on a rock the way of a ship on the midst of the sea and the way of a man with a maid it's like these are mysteries you might have scientific explanations for them but they're really mysteries such is the way of an adulterous woman she eateth and wipeth her mouth and saith i have done no wickedness so an adulterous woman she does adultery and she says i didn't do anything wrong pretty self-explanatory there for three things the earth is disquieted and for four which it cannot bear for a servant when he reigneth and a fool when he is filled with meat for an odious woman when she is married and an handmaid that is heir to her mistress so these are things that the world cannot bear. When a servant, when he reigneth, when a servant reigns, so when a slave who has no reason, capability to reason when he reigns, and a fool is filled with meat. So when a fool is filled with meat, that's not good. For an odious woman when she is married, so when a woman who is cantankerous and contentious when she's married, and a handmaid is heir to her mistress. So a handmaid that gets the heir from the husband and not the woman who's married to. And some modern applications of this might be the man at the office who marries his secretary. There be four things which are little upon on the earth but they are exceedingly wise the ants are people not strong yet they prepare their meat in summer the conies are but a feeble folk yet make their they their houses in the rocks the locusts have no king yet they go forth all of them and by bands spire taketh hold with their hands and is in the king's palaces so the ants are not really strong you ever watch them they're just kind of they struggle with the crumb 
I know we like to think ants are this really mighty thing, but they're actually not. And the conies are but a feeble folk. So the prairie dogs, the conies, the, the, the groundhogs, that's what a cony is. It's just an earthen rodent. The locusts have no king, yet they go forth out of all, all of them by bands. So the locusts go forth. Remember, these are wide. See, they go forth. The locusts are wise because they go forth. The conies because they make homes in the rocks. And the ants are wise because they do their work in summer and they don't hold back. The spider taketh hold with their hands and is the, in king's palace. Palaces. The spider is wise because he, he builds his house in the king's palaces. There be three things which go well, yea, four are comely and going. The lion which is strongest among beasts, and turneth not away for any. A greyhound, and a he-goat also, and a king, against whom there is no rising. So these things are stately. A lion which is strongest among beasts, and turneth not away for any. A greyhound, and a he-goat also, so a greyhound and a he-goat, and a king against whom there is no rising. And it's interesting that these are the types that they get, because a goat and a lion and a king, and I don't know about a greyhound, but maybe they're kind of like, or a dog. There's a certain thing that looks good whenever power is making its approach. If thou hast done foolishly in lifting up thyself, or if thou hast thought evil, lay thy hand upon thy mouth. And I'm laying my hand upon my mouth right now. Surely the churning of milk bringeth forth butter, and the ring of the nose bringeth forth blood, so the forcing of wrath bringeth forth strife so when you so when you force wrath it brings forth strife whenever you're making people like wrathful it brings forth strife so that's i mean those are some harsh words and i'm just like i'm shivering because of it and i'm scared of it so you know yeah whew, man, those, are, those are hard words but they're wise words i mean just this particular chapter alone i just find myself lacking so much when i read it like just everything from the lion stately walking i'm not stately or the goat or the dog or the or the spider in the palace or any of it just like I, I just don't find myself very wise like all of it is just so i mean like i can just see myself being fitted for just the, the foolish man on earth i can really see that it's like i just see a lot of my sin in this chapter and it makes me shiver